Hey there, welcome to the Harriman Audio Journal, a podcast from the City Journals. I'm your host, Justin Adams. Hello, Harriman, and welcome to another episode of the Harriman Audio Journal. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Adams, and today we're continuing our series of uh, interviewing uh, candidates for Harriman Mayor. Uh, today we have with us uh, Jared Esselman, who's running for mayor. Hey, Justin. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing well, buddy. Awesome. Um, so yeah, today we have uh, Jared on just to ask him a few questions about himself so you guys can get to know him and uh, maybe a few uh, pieces of his platform, kind of what he's running on what and what he would want to do as the mayor of Harriman. Uh, so to start off with, Jared, can you just tell us a little bit, about, little bit about your personal background, where you're from, uh, education, career, family, you know, whatever you want the residents of Harriman to know about yourself? Sure, sure, Justin. So uh, I was um, born and raised in North Carolina, um, and I, I really call North and South Carolina, uh, that's kind of where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, born and, and grew up through high school in North Carolina. And then uh, most of my adult life, uh, my Air Force time spent in Charleston, South Carolina. So it has a special place in my heart. Um, <clears throat> I, did, uh, I did serve at Charleston Air Force Base. Um, again, another you know, special place in my heart. And uh, after graduating from the College of Charleston in Charleston, South Carolina, um, spent some time working at the White House as an intern and then went to Harvard. Uh, to the Kennedy School of Government and got my master's degree in public policy in state and local public finance, uh, again, at Harvard University. So that's really my my background in education. Um, Ever since I joined the Air Force, um, and I guess I should tell people why, uh, September 11th, right? I remember watching. I remember where I was. Most people remember where they were, September 11th. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a I had a just started a career in, career in real estate, and I left that, and and became a loadmaster on C seventeen, mm-hmm. and uh, flew off. You know, did the I'm, I'm a combat veteran, so mm-hmm. I did I did serve in both in in combat situations in both Iraq and Afghanistan several times. So uh, after my after my stint at Harvard, I actually worked in. I actually worked as the director of state government affairs for an organization called the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. And it's the largest aviation uh, association in the world. And I wrote legislation and passed legislation. That's what I did for them as the director of state government affairs. Worked with all 50 governors, um, managed a a team of of seven regional managers uh, who were effectively my lobbyists. and, you know, it was really rewarding because we were uh, writing laws, working that process, that, that legislative process, trying to protect the quality of life uh, for, for people who enjoy aviation lifestyle. Um, and I love aviation. It's been part of my life since I joined the Air Force. So uh, while I was working at AOPA, I got to know several of the governors really, really well. Governor Herbert was one of them. And uh, as I was... Driving home from work one day, my cell phone rang, and it was a Utah number, and, and immediately I thought, oh, it's New Skin, or somebody's calling me, you know. Uh, but uh, he answered the phone, and he says, hey, Jared, this is Gary from Utah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I pulled over and, and obviously took the call. I love how he introduces himself as Gary from Utah. Yes, it was, Herbert. it was Gary from Utah. Um, 
But that, that conversation led to several other conversations where I learned that the aeronautics director here was retiring. And so uh, I was encouraged to apply for the job. It, it is a, an appointed position um, uh, within UDOT, within the Department of Transportation. Uh, and so I consider myself very fortunate that, you know, just kind of one thing led to another, one person led to another, one connection led to another. And aviation is a small world and it, it led me here. All right. Sounds good. Did you have any prior connections to Utah at all? Any family out here? Or was it kind of an adventure for you to come out here? It was a little bit of an adventure. Now, yeah. my, my wife's family all lives in Harriman. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a brother in Draper. I have a sister in Eagle Mountain. Mm-hmm. I have a sister in um, Cottonwood Creek. And I have a brother in Roy. Okay. Um, Lots of connections then. Yeah. So uh, we all kind of migrated here at some point or another. Mm. But lots of family connections to Utah. Nice. All right. Um, so how did you get in, interested in uh, kind of public service or um, civic service? So you, obviously you're running for mayor. So kind of what led you to start thinking about that? Well, I started um, I started civic service, right? Public service. Right. Uh, in the mili- military. Military. Service, yeah. but, but also really a community college, right? Mm. I, I went to... Uh, uh, a, a U.S. government class, and I had a professor who really got me fired up about policy. Mm. Not politics. I want to make that distinction very clear. Not, not right. the politics of people arguing. Mm-hmm. The policy of solving problems, right? And, and how do we work to uh, solve an issue and, and come to a real solution, mm-hmm. right? Find those solutions working together. Um, and so I've enjoyed doing that. And I do that right now in my current position as director yeah. of aeronautics for the state. It, it's actually a lot like being a mayor where I have airport managers that, that I work with. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of the face of, you know, what, what can I do to go get your airport what it needs? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so and I love doing it. I just it's very rewarding yeah. in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So you've always been interested in um, civic service, public service, policy, those issues. Um, but what kind of led you to look at the job of Harriman Mayor and think maybe that's something that I should pursue? You know, it's interesting. <clears throat> when I, my first initial reaction to this or, or my first kind of push to this is the willingness to stand up and say, I'll serve. I'm willing to do the work. I'll put in the work for you. Right. And, and for me, that's what this is. I'm standing up and saying, I'm willing to serve. I'm willing to do the work. Um, and I understand elections or, you know, you get into politics and the everybody picks a team. I get it. I right. respect that. Mm-hmm. I, I totally respect that. I am just offering my skill set. I have a very specific skill set in public policy, in government processes, in understanding, reading, and writing law. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm offering that skill set. You know, and if people want it, hey, great. And if they don't, okay, that's, you know, I understand mm-hmm. that. I, I respect it. Um, but I want to offer it. Yeah. It's, it's my way of serving. It's my way of giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I found with a lot of people that run for um, local office is that sometimes there's an issue that drove them to do that, whether that was a, a property tax raise they didn't agree with or the city council approved a controversial development something like that that says make someone say i need to like 
get on the city council or whatever so I can make better decisions. Is, is there anything like that, a local issue for you that kind of um, that drove you to this? Or is it really just, you know, I think I would do a good job regardless of what past issues have happened? So it's interesting <clears throat> when, when we talk about, like, what's the single issue that drove you to do this, right? Yeah. People, we call that passion, right? Mm-hmm. And, and people get passionate about a single issue, and, and, it, and, and I'm glad they do. I'm glad they do, and I'm glad they jump in to serve. Mm-hmm. But a city is more than a single issue, yeah. right? And so you can be really passionate about one thing. and Yeah, I want to solve this one thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what about all the other pieces of the pie that make up a city, right? It's, if you're passionate about that one thing, you'll focus on it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I look at the whole. I look at the whole. So while there are a couple issues that I particularly like, that I particularly want want to be involved in, and I'll, mm-hmm. and I'll give one that's fairly innocuous, right? I want to push STEM learning more. I really mm-hmm. want to do that. I want to, you know, bring science to Harriman. Yeah. You know, and that's innocuous, and people are going to say, "Oh, that's not a big deal," and maybe not, but it's something mm-hmm. that I'm passionate about. Um, but I'm also interested in, you know, water bills, and how are you getting your power. And mm-hmm. how are our roads getting fixed and maintained? And how are our codes being enforced? And how are our impact fees being used? And there's a lot of little things that mm-hmm. add up to a city. Yeah. Um, I know people get passionate about one issue, but mm-hmm. I like to look at it holistically. It's harder to get passionate about water bills and <laughs> things like that. But at the end of the day, sometimes those are the most important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Harriman City is um, what we call in the municipal government world a weak mayor mm-hmm. form of government. It is. Um, so for anyone who's listening who doesn't quite understand what that means, uh, there's strong mayor governments and weak mayor governments. And a strong mayor government is a little bit like the you know the federal government where the president is the head of the executive branch. And a strong mayor is kind of the same way. They run the city day-to-day operations uh a weak mayor um in that form of government is has a little bit or you know they don't run the day-to-day operations of the city they're a member of the city council uh they vote as a member of the city council they're the chair um but at the end of the day they just have one vote um so with that in mind um let me ask you this um fill in the blank or finish the sentence the city of Harriman needs a mayor who blank. The city of Harriman needs a mayor who has executive experience and has an executive level of leadership. Now, you're right. We don't have a strong mayor form of government. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to come in here saying, you know, I'm going to be the, the strong mayor, right? This is the form of government we have and this mm-hmm. is what we'll work within. Uh, do I think eventually we need to move in that direction? Yes. We're growing fast enough mm-hmm. that we're really going to have to look at that seriously. Um, and I think that's a conversation we should start. Mm-hmm. Do I have that solution? <clears throat> Not today. Mm-hmm. Do I think anybody has that solution today? No. And, and nor should we. But we should mm-hmm. be starting that conversation of how do we evolve our form of government mm-hmm. as the city grows? Because we're growing and growing fast. Yeah, for sure. So I do think, though that we do need some executive level experience, right? Someone who has at least provided oversight for multi-million dollar annual budgets. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna come in and, and do this, 
you should probably have that experience. Someone who's coordinated staff efforts at the federal government, state government, and city government levels. You should have some experience in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who is familiar with the legislative process. You should have some experience in doing that. Um, and certainly, and this is kind of, it boils it down to, and I like this question, have you ever hired anyone? Mm-hmm. Have you ever fired anyone? If you haven't been in that position, you're probably not at the executive level that we need for mayor, right? Mm-hmm. And the mayor's not going to come in and, and do the city manager job. He's not going to run the day-to-day. Yeah. But you need to have the experience and the qualifications. I feel, I feel that mm-hmm. we need to have a mayor that has that experience and qualifications. Um, it's important. Because everybody can be passionate about something. And, and, and everybody has integrity, right? Of, of the people running, I don't think passion and integrity are the question. Mm-hmm. I think all of us are passionate. I think all of us have integrity. Yeah. The question is, do you have the qualifications and the experience to do this? Because this isn't on-the-job training, right? You have to come in with that experience. Good answer. Um, so what would you say is the biggest challenge facing Harriman today? And what would you do as a mayor and a member of the city council do to try to help combat that issue if elected? So that's interesting because I know what other people would say, mm-hmm. right? Everybody in town is going to say high-density housing. That's the hot-button issue. That's the hot-button issue. Everybody in town is going to say that. Mm-hmm. Now, who can point to the policy that's creating that, right? No. I can. I can point. I can say, my master's in public policy is what I do. I can point to policy and say, let's work on this one. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. Because that's such the hot-button issue, I think we're missing a few long-range visions because we're so focused on the I don't like high density right now Mm -hmm. that we're missing out on some of the more important long-term questions of Mm -hmm. how does Harriman compete in regional and maybe even global economic markets? Right now, we don't have the tools to do that, right? Well, I take that back. Maybe we, I don't want to say we don't have the tools to do that, Mm -hmm. but we could be better at planning to have those tools where People are living and working in Harriman mm-hmm. rather than living in Harriman and working somewhere else or going somewhere else to shop or going somewhere else to do business, mm-hmm. right? You should be able to live and work in Harriman. And I think those, while everybody's focused on high density, rightfully so, I don't want to say that's wrong, mm-hmm. but that is the hot button topic. Right. I, I think the, there are other questions, long-term vision questions that we need to ask you about how do we compete and regional economic markets. Mm-hmm. How does Harriman stack up against our neighbors when it comes to the ability to live and work mm-hmm. in the same place? Yeah. And if that's the kind of your number one issue, um, are there any specific um, policy changes or implementations that you think could help with that? So there are, actually, if you, um, and I don't think this is some brand new idea I'm bringing, mm-hmm. but if you watch the city council meetings, whether it's on YouTube or in person, um, and, and you listen to some of our city planners, um, they, they have some really good ideas, some mm-hmm. really good ideas. And I think we need to take them, um, I think we need to pay a little more attention to what mm-hmm. they're saying. Uh, and, and focus a little more on, on exactly this kind of executive experience of going out and bringing in businesses or mm-hmm. being able to 
do the economic development piece mm-hmm. where the city manager is managing the day-to-day, right? A, a mm-hmm. mayor who has an executive level of experience should be able to go out and say, hey, I want to meet with a CEO. How can I bring your company to Harriman? Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to meet with, you know, who, who's GoEd courting and why? And what does Harriman have that we could offer to any of those companies to say, yeah, you want to come to Utah? Why not come to Harriman as well? Mm-hmm. Right? And that takes an executive level of experience. Yeah. All right. Uh, and to wrap things up, can you uh, tell the good people of Harriman uh, how they can reach you or uh, find out more about uh, your campaign? Sure. And, and this has been uh, on the internet. You can find it anywhere. It's not hiding. You can email me at jared at jaredesselman.com. You can find this at jaredesselman.com, my website. Um, my phone number is posted just about everywhere you find my email address, right? Um, so you can find that as well. Uh, you know, we've, we've sent out some email blasts. We've sent out some text messages. Uh, feel free to text me. Feel, feel free to call me. Um, I am available. I'm, I'm available to whoever wants to chat and talk. All right. That's great. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining me today, and uh, good luck with the campaign. Well, thank you, Justin. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Harriman Audio Journal. A reminder that the primary election is August 10th, so get in your mail-in ballots by then. You should have already received it by now. If you haven't, make sure that you are registered to vote with your current address. Um, Again, August 10th is the day to get those in by. I believe you can mail them back in, or there's a drop-off box at Harriman City Hall. Uh, So thank you for listening, and make sure you're following the Harriman Journal on Facebook and Instagram.